everyone, this is episode 24 of Girls Running Shit, and I am Miss Kia. I'm Janita. And I'm Mia. And we do have a special guest today. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Stu Frick. Hello. You guys know the drill. We'll get into the interview portion towards the end. Is that short for Stuart? Yeah. I love that I do. <laughs> no, I honestly really like my name because it like growing up I didn't like it because it's like an inherently nerdy name. Like in movies, if someone named Stuart, they're an accountant. Like Stuart. that's always the character. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's or my Stuart shit, Little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but whenever I was young, I shortened it to Stu, and I spell it. it my full name is S T U A R T. I shortened it to S T U W. My family didn't like it, so oh. I did it more. And then I just. <laughs> Y'all gonna get used to this. But we will get into the interview portion a little later. So, who wants to talk about how their past two weeks have been? Does anybody need to vent? Like, Hmm. I mean, I feel like for me, it was just an exhausting two weeks. Um,. Me and I went to go celebrate our best friend Christine. The photos looked immaculate. Y'all did that yes. shit. Yes. She looks great. Her and her mother-in-law Stephanie or Stephanie Crawl. She did so much. They did so much. We got there. We were just the helping hands to make sure everything came together. Mm-hmm. So it was beautiful. It was just a lot driving up there and getting back down here. It was early days, but. I mean, I guess I'm cool. It's kind of like a slow week because it's holiday week, so mm-hmm. yeah. it's not too, too much going on, but I'm excited for the food tomorrow. Mm. Uh, other than that, I'm good, though. I That's think. good. Mia. Um, like- my two weeks was cool. Uh, yeah, we went up to for the baby shower. Um, Erie's triggering his shit. Mm. Um, I was like, I'll never come back up here. And then... <laughs> I had to think she's about to have this baby, so we'll be right back. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll be back up there. But uh, I felt like the theme this weekend was I'm not going nowhere where I'm not welcome. Oof. I need to know. We got to talk offline. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It was just, it, it felt like, hmm. We were talking and it was <laughs> We were like, when we were in school, we were there doing Obama's era. So it was a very different feel yeah, in the air. This is Trump's new world. And it was, it was a something. It was, Act like you can get slapped at. Okay. <laughs> so. And I was like, I don't, I don't have time for that. But the weekend itself was very beautiful. I was like very appreciative to be up there to celebrate with her. And it was just, it was beautiful. We got to see some old faces and. They was crying in the car. Yeah, man, it was it was cool. I went up there. Uh, shout out to my professor, Doctor Dixon. Let me tell you, the real MVP. I appreciate her so much. She still texts me now, and I can't talk about what <laughs> right now. But um, I I love her and I appreciate her so much. But work is all right, and uh, I'm excited for this weekend. I'm very mm-hmm. very very excited, and um, yeah. You know, I was in D.C. last week. I got flewed out. Private jet. I was on a jet. Y'all bitches can't even spell private jet. Um, No, but for real, for real, it was an affordable airline called Boutique. (laughs) (laughs) 
And it is a private jet service. Like, literally, they're... Because I have people, like, in my pocket, uh-huh. low-key. Like, well, where are you? How did you afford... Oh, damn. That's the one thing I hate because y'all know I love to travel. I've been all around the world and I, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't be in my pocket. Right. It's called, like, I put money to the side for shit like this or just fly out of New York City. But um, it's called <laughs> Boutique Air. And their slogan is fly private for commercial prices. So... It was nice. Yeah. I got champagne. I was literally like <laughs> with a strawberry in it and what. I literally oh was just. It was nice. Hey. It was. I literally. This is the most I've slept in forever because y'all know my sleeping schedule hasn't been the best and everything. But starting in August, I'll be able to. Good yeah, sleep. meditate yeah. and you know be one with the earth and everything. <laughs> um, work is going fine. Nobody's pressing me. Um and Olivia's eating food now and yeah. she thinks she's grown and she doesn't need me anymore. <laughs> um her birthday she'll be a year on the twenty sixth. Oh, so the party's God. the twenty seventh, blood gang, mini mouse theme. So uh we're ready. Her tutu's getting made. Like I said, the theme is blood gang, mini mouse, so we're red on gang. Listen, when you come from like a Dominican black family, like anything you can breathe, and that's a celebration. We're like, listen, we have to spend at least a thousand dollars because we call her breathing properly. Like anything oh is God. like just extravagant. And just like I was telling before we, you know, got on recording, Olivia was a preemie, so mm. it's just like she's just this, she came extremely early, so. We just gonna ride out for her on game. <laughs> so, um, like, she's gonna be like, oh, she's getting older. older and and see these photos. Oh, oh my god. god. And go through your Twitter. So right? Wait, what are you doing? Oh my god. Yeah, wait. And Olivia will be like sleeping, like, oh my god. Just like over her, like, not trying to drop my phone. Like, I'm obsessed with her. She's like, everything. She's my little Leo. I'm just. I'm just so thankful that she's not a cancer. Ooh, like, yikes. Say that. So, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, we're just going to go all out for her birthday. And you'll see pictures and me probably, like, crying, like, while we're singing happy birthday. I just ima- imagine if babies, like, had memory. Just imagine her being, like, 10 years old. I'm like, I remember you, like, crying. <laughs> like, like, it wasn't a big deal. No, like, crying. I'll be holding her Falling into place. We had a lot of shit coming up soon. So. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Stu? How are you? You know, I've had. A, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, I've had. I've had a really good two weeks. Really busy. Really busy. Really warm. Too mm. warm. Like honestly, I'm trying to like think of things, but all I can think of how is like how hot every day was. Yes. <laughs> I can't. Um, no, but it, it's been really nice. I got to go to Kennywood last week. Oh, that was the hat. 
Hmm? How was that? I haven't oh. been to Kennywood in probably a decade. Really? Oh, I go like every year. Kennywood is my jam. But it was it was really nice. Uh, not a lot of people there because it was on a Monday. Mm. And there was like a slight chance of rain, but it didn't rain. It was like optimal Kennywood conditions. Like Perfect. we just went through steel fans in like three or four times. Oh, oh, the, the new days. roller coaster is about to open on the 13th. Yeah. Yo, that yellow one? The steel curtain. Yeah, oh, we, we were there while they were doing test runs to like mm. test the weight of it and stuff. It's crazy it's oh like really God. crazy is it that yellow one that years. that you can see from a distance yeah, yeah. it's big it, it like they broke some kind of record with it where it's like the highest inversion yep. of any roller coaster which is like when it's going down and then it flips and goes down the other yes. way y'all got that <laughs> <laughs> it can't be it's triggering for me like i, I don't do think it. i can enjoy ever being on a roller coaster again the cheese Why? Grass, Why? Like, look at that I worked at Cedar Point. Oh. <laughs> um, I should get reparations. I should. I should get reparations. I lost fifty pounds that summer, first and foremost. They starved. Y'all. It was like a. It was a camp. That's it, <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. Fuck Cedar Point. Watch years from now. Girls running shit is sponsored. Segregated as fuck. There, we had to wear colors. Like you were separated by color based off department. Oh, okay. So if you were in like rides, you had to wear blue um, mm. merchandise, which I was in, which was like purple. Like, and like all... the groups never spoke to each other. Some of, yeah, because sometimes like you thought someone like you're not a merchandise. You have to fucking sweat for your money. Like that type of stuff. Because it would be hot. They disrespected the cleaners and the food service people. Niggas would just pop like passing out with their brooms and like it just. Yeah, the food, because, like, even walking up to food service spots, it's, like, immediately hotter just there. Imagine being, like, right next to those fryers all day. Potato pads. That's Mm -mm. ass. Gosh. Never. (laughs) (laughs) And they can't get people to work there. No. There's, like, a shortage. Like, every place that, like, my, I go, I like that taco truck that's in on Bloomfield. Mm -hmm. And the guy that was working there was like, yeah, we have to close early because, we don't have workers. Like nobody wants to work. I wouldn't want to work. In a you think it's because it's the summertime though, or all year it's like no. I one think wants to it's work. the su- mixture of summertime. And I think like legitimately, I don't think people really want to work in food anymore, mm-hmm. or like work in like merchandising or like anything of that sort, like sort. Because I feel like no one wants to communicate with people, mm-hmm. and also people want to get slapped these days. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, I just don't think people respect boundaries. I don't think people respect like human beings right now we're going through like this weird like i don't know something weird's going on with the world maybe because like a retrograde's coming up and stuff like Mm. get your shit in order by the way um because the moons are coming for us and i just think that there's just an imbalance with just like everybody yeah so but there's a lot i've been seeing like all summer long like we're hiring we're hiring it's mostly at like fast food places stuff like that yeah. So I can understand why, because I'll never work in food service or retail. It's, it's yeah. just like too tiring to be exposed to everybody yeah. at the same time. Like if without some degree of like ability to control the people around you, so that you feel like safer and better. And exactly. Like it, it, you know, the, the everybody knows that in customer service, it's not the actual job you're doing. Your job is to just like 
be bullied by people. Yeah. And like, there's only so long you can take that. It's terrible. Because you're like the middleman. You're like damage control. Mm -hmm. So it's like they're not mad at you, but they're mad at whatever service or product and they'll they're gonna take it out on you. And I don't my the way that my energy is set up anymore, like I'm liable just to walk the hell out and on the news. That's it. Yeah, not shot at all. Like just being cute. It's not worth it. No. It's not worth it. And I mean the way the world's going what are they talking about? Cashiers is about to be the thing of the past. Mm-hmm. Like, a whole bunch of jobs, they won't exist no more. No, because, I mean, robots yeah. and stuff, but, huh, oh well. <laughs> Just step your money up, I guess. Find something, find a craft. Yeah. Because yeah. they coming for us. <laughs> so, let's get into the shout-outs. We're doing a collective shout-out this yeah. week for Miss Wavy Wednesday. Let me tell you, I love her. <laughs> like, Twitter, first of all, kicked her off Twitter at first. That was crazy. Yeah, and I don't know what happened. I gotta ask her. But um, now she's back on Twitter. Just ask me. I wonder if it was the header. Oh. <laughs> it might have been the header. It could have been. I gotta message her and see what it was. Yeah. But her... um, Protect black women. Yes, it's up in Brooklyn from July 5th until the 10th. It's on 916 Bitford Ave in Brooklyn, New York. And yeah. Fill up there, check it out. Please do. We mm-hmm. saw the exhibit. When was that when we saw? It was a first Friday. Ooh. It was warm out. Was it like last year? Was it last year? Like I believe so. September, yeah. October? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Like towards the end of the year, yeah. yeah. And there was a line out the door. Packed. Packed. It was beautiful. It was so, so nice. Never mm-hmm. like, seen anything like it. Before. Not at all. It was incredible. Uh uh-uh. uh, like she's extremely talented. She's gonna go far, and I'm so excited that it's in Brooklyn. She did her Kickstarter, and also is the competition still going on? I think so. Um, the fortune cookie competition to win your own portrait. Yes, yeah. I think uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. So I ordered. I don't even know when I ordered, but it came right away. I need to get mine. Today's yeah. fortune. You can't be pro black and homophobic. Mm. Bitches. There we go. Did she handwrite these? I don't know. She probably had them personally made. Oh, okay. She just like printed and then it has the protect black woman and the address on the back. Oh, and it's cute stuck. little container. Yeah. yeah. So, that's yeah. so cool. You saw Megan saw her the yeah. portrait and was like, I need it. Really? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. On um, Instagram. Because yeah, all day oh, I was like, Megan, Megan. Yeah. I was like, Megan. She's like, wake the fuck up, Megan. <laughs> So she, yeah, she saw him and was like, I need it, I need it. We're trying to get Nikki to see Well, hers. she's in New York, so... Get her ass! Like, half like, expecting uh, just, like, pics of Wavy with, with, with Nikki, like, immediately oh after God. it starts at this point. Just wait, just imagine that energy together. Right? Like, the, it's just gonna combine. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, oh but shout God. out to her. She's doing her thing. I wish her nothing but success and Absolutely. great Twitter feeds and shit like that because she's <laughs> hilarious. hilarious. Uh, yeah, she's queen. But let's get into these hot topics. We are on Spotify. Yay! Shout out to Spotify yeah. for making the shit easy. <laughs> because Apple Podcasts took me two and a half months to get us up on there. What? Because they censored us because of shit. So like when you were initially, we're just... We were on only on SoundCloud, but then they make our RSS feed. But you have to go into like the coding of things mm-hmm. and like take out all of the shit. 
anything that says shit, all that. Yeah, I can't have shit. We can say, we can swear on our podcast and everything. Just can't be in the title? Yeah. So that's why we're shh. Yeah. And then... Of course, with Spotify. But if you look up our girl, our episode with like Lex or Straight to the League, we're labeled as girls running shit on but our I, thing. Like on not our thing, on their thing. Oh. But the thing is, if I go back and change it, it would oh. coincide with Apple Podcast. So on Spotify, I don't think they want to censor us. But since our feed is all from SoundCloud, it's censored. Yeah. There. So Ooh. now it's free. You don't have to go through like a third party source to like get your episodes to Spotify because. You have to like go through like this thing called Blueberg or something like that to um, go into to listen. Yeah, to like upload your shit to other oh, platforms and stuff. But we are on Spotify. Amen. If you look us up, it's girls running. Sh- so S H H H. Yeah, because I don't use um, Apple. Oh. I use Spotify. Oh, <laughs> mm. I got them both. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we're on there and yeah, yeah, listen to us on there. Also, voting is still going on until July 7th for yes. um, the city paper. Best of the best. I can't remember what the competition best name or official name is. Best local podcast. For us, yes. Yeah. So go ahead and just support us. Oh, here. I'm also on for uh, Fashion Icon. If you want to vote for me. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Look at that. <laughs> Just right. one there. Uh, yes, July seventh when it ends. Yes. yes. Okay. And when you okay. go in, Sunday. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go make an Instagram. <laughs> right? Because oh when you go in, where it's under place people and places, because yeah. a lot of people were getting confused, like we don't want to vote for all these people and go through that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think for the vote, I think for Fashion Icon too, you go to People People and Places, places. you literally look up local, um, best local podcasts or Fashion Icon and just click. It's as simple as that. Just control F it. You can only, uh, you can vote for only one category if you want. Like you don't have to click every single box. No. It's a lot of things. It is. I didn't go through all of them. I went through the ones that everybody's been pushing. Yeah. And, you know, all that kind of stuff. But. Mm -hmm. That's it. I'm not going through all that. No. They even had a speed round for like extra stuff. Really? Yeah. So like right after, because you know how the initial nominations went. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like, because there was comments under the thing. You know how they can, you can comment on the website. Mm-hmm. And a couple people were complaining about how there were, wasn't certain categories. I'm like, there's only like 500 fucking categories. Yeah. yeah like, holy the shit. Fuck? We got to settle down. Like, yeah. shit. So um, they had like a, a lightning round of like random things that they potentially like left out. So if, if if you're putting that much energy into voting for the best place in Pittsburgh, like you have to, you have to just do something other than that. I don't have a specific suggestion, but just stop doing that. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand it, but make sure you vote for us. Everything's in our bios and our personal bios, and we would really, really appreciate it. So, and along, um, some of our blogger die family is on there. Lex. Yes. Um, Straight, Straight to the, to the league. league and the Berg Boys. Berg Boys, yep, sure enough. So, you know, you got some good people running and everything, yeah. but vote for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's next? Oh, let me introduce this Ooh, one. I knew it. Yeah, I know. So, this week, uh, Chris Brown, his album dropped. When did it drop? Last week. He had yeah. a song on there where he was like, 
I only fuck the black bitches with the good hair. And people called him out about it. And instead of him, you know, coming out and saying, that's not what I meant, or this is this is what it was, he he didn't do any of that. He's he couldn't pop out. lock out of this one. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know, it's no secret, I'm a big Chris Brown fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, I was disappointed. I felt bad. And, and why I was so disappointed, there's a woman named Tokyo Vanity, which she was very popular on Vine. Uh, she's on uh, Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So in the comment section, she was like, I don't know why everyone's surprised because when he does guest appearances at these clubs, he specifically states, no dark-skinned women in my section. Um, and one of the women who actually hosted one of these events was like, yeah, it's not a, it's not a lie. Like, he actually did that. And so what he goes and does is he goes and makes fun of her. And when he... When people call him out about his stuff, I feel like he responds like a like that kid in high school, yeah. and you would say something to him and he would just go off. It didn't matter what it was, even mm-hmm. if they were making sense. Like he goes off, and it's just like he's probably on defense mode twenty four seven all the time. And they do bad. come for him for like little shit and everything. Like I'm not like a huge Chris Brown fan and mm-hmm. everything, and I'm all about like starting over. Right. You know, but I still enjoy his music and everything like that. But every little thing, they be coming after him. Did you see what Bambi said, the band from Love and Hip Hop? She she said, what did she say? She was Um, like, if you have good hair, then you shouldn't be mad about it. If you like you, no, 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 no. She didn't say it to the point like saying, if you, if you like your own hair. There you go. Right, right. Because he was saying, because he said, I only fuck with black bitches with good hair. So she was saying like, y'all don't think you have good hair. Mm -hmm. Like all hair is good hair. Mm -hmm. So the only people that are mad are people that don't like their hair. Right. She, I don't think she was like defending him. I feel like she was trying to put like a buffer in between all this stuff because we all do. But that's the thing. It's like the black community does this. Right. We put ourselves in, we segregate ourselves with like, Good hair, skin tone, all that kind and of stuff. That was taught to us. Yeah, so. that's been that's been bestilled. And like, I and, and I agree. And so yeah. that's why, like, with this situation, I'm like, you should feel like you have good hair because he couldn't damn well just been like, I'm talking about all of y'all. I feel like all y'all's hair is good. But my issue was when someone called out because we it goes into play with colorism when someone brought out his actions. Like, he didn't defend himself. Yeah. He got very defensive. No. And it's like... He posted that thing that he had a song from, um... What album was that? Which he, he sprayed uh, the... I know that Graffiti. album. I could, there you go. Um, he was like, I have a whole song called Brown Skin Girl. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. But, let's yeah. get into this gig about you not having certain women in your section. Yeah. And we can't... We only see, like, what the media gives us. But, like, his spectrum is... Yeah. Light-skinned women, that's what he's been, you but, know, and dating. that's another thing. People are like, I mean, why are, but why are we so shocked about it? I mean, we've known this. I think, like, sometimes we like to live in an illusion. Yeah. Because we've known this. And then it's like, when it's put off on Front Street, we're like, oh, my God. I don't give a fuck who you like. I still like your music. At the end. I don't, that, whatever, go in and do that. I enjoy your music. But I think for me, it's just like, she brought it out and then you went and tried to make fun of her and humiliate this black woman yeah. that called you out. Mm-hmm. And then it goes, it's like... Because she was going in. She She's was like, going in. She was like, you like cocaine, hair, the light skin. She was like, you like the light skin, things like cocaine, hair on. Oh my God. She was going in on this man. And he didn't say nothing after that. No. And so then it further is like, 
who who do you have in your corner that's like questioning? Because even his mother came out and said something. His baby's mom said something about it. Like he had all these women that were kind of like defending his actions. And it's like, but in that, I think you're wrong in how you've responded to how someone called you out. Like I understand being under attack all the time. But there has to come a point where you have to be able to explain yourself. And he hasn't got to that point. And as a 30-year-old man, I'm, I'm just like, well, when is that point going to gonna happen for you? But he's not the only one that does this. I mean, it's just bestilled in rap culture. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wasn't shocked. I just kept scrolling by. Because mm-hmm. everybody does it. Meek Mill does it. Meek Mill even said today that he, he tweeted something about how he doesn't want to be with a woman that looks like she's fake. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm like, you was with Nicki Minaj for how long? Like, she's the reason why, like, certain people are going out here doing things to look like what she looks like. But it's, it's well, beyond and me. It's above me. The, the thing about, like, when people talk about preference. And it's like, is it really your preference or you just discriminate against this certain group of people? Because then there was the other woman, the, the light-skinned woman who cut her hair short. And there was, like, the text and the guy was going in, like, you're, I don't like you with the short hair. You're challenging my manhood or... It was just a whole bunch of stuff. and it's But now like, she got a rack of dudes like in her DMs, all them celebrities. But he was like, you knew I didn't like that and that's not my preference and da da da. I mean, we have a great bond and all this other stuff, but I, I just don't like you cut your hair. And I'm like, How what? are you challenging your manhood when she right. wants to... You already, you, you already know how I am about this term masculine and femininity. I don't think it exists. I think that's been bestilled in us, just like colorism. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm not going front... Like, there's been times where I used to visit certain family members. Come on, get in the house before you get too dark. Yeah. Like, come on. Right. Or I see, like, people downtown with heavy-ass umbrellas, no rain in sight, trying to, like, and I can see if you have a skin condition, but it's a lot, like, I'll even see black people downtown with umbrellas covering their skin, and I'm just like, we are created from the sun. We are meant, we are born to absorb the sun. Mm -hmm. That's why we do not burn as fast as, like, Lighter skin people, right. like, so I never, I'm not surprised by it. Like, we literally, from birth, have been told, like, if you're light skin, it's all about the brown paper bag. It all reverts back to slavery, who was in the house, who was in the fields, like, that type shit. And I don't understand how challenging your masculinity, what the fuck? If I come, it's hot outside, the fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't want the hair. Again. I don't want it. Or also, maybe I like, wanted something different. If your masculinity is being challenged by someone else's haircut, it right. probably like wasn't that strong to begin with. Exactly. Like, like, what's more masculine, letting something like a haircut like throw you into disarray or being able to handle something like someone else getting a haircut, you know? Like, you want to embody these like good aspects of masculinity, but by trying so hard to do that, you're making it worse on yourself. Yeah, you're just, exactly. Like, focusing on more and more things that you need to do to be masculine. And even if you don't like it, to throw the whole person away what? after, like, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And he was like, I just can't be with you anymore. It's hair. And so it's people were like, hair. if this woman was to get can't have cancer or a skin, a condition where her hair was to fall Alopecia off. or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, you just gonna leave her? I'm like, at least she found out now and don't yeah. Right. I mean, like, it's, yeah. it's like blessing in disguise. Cause, right. Because like, she's fine, too. She's yeah, beautiful. 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 Beautiful, beautiful. It's all over Twitter. The guy from Insecure. Um... With the baby. Dro. Dro's fine the one that did it? No, he, he was like, you fine, girl. Don't you fine. Like, like, <laughs> so I was like, maybe I should cut my hair off. <laughs> <laughs> there, was water in it. there was a lot of talk about <laughs> hair this week. Hair and yeah. appearance and just. It's just been lot. bestilled. 
And I mean, all of us. I hope he gets to a point to where he's not so defensive and he'd be willing to have a conversation with somebody who is calling him out. Well, that's my problem. And how can I grow? Yeah. Like, there should, you shouldn't have to, this should not be always be the point A for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that shouldn't be the first thing. That's always been my problem with Chris Brown is that, like, it seems like he's had a lot of opportunities to grow mm-hmm. and had a lot of people, like, actively trying to teach him about things that he's clearly ignorant about and every mm. time he just like responds really nastily like, yeah. like making fun of that woman so badly it's just like you've had so many chances to learn and grow Period. and you're actively turning away those chances he yeah. met his match though because Tokyo, Tokyo was well not Tokyo's not the one and he didn't yeah. respond either yeah. I'm like oh. <laughs> No clout. I've been had clout since Vine. And she's bitch. like, you're. Right. This, I'm not the one you want to have this rep battle with. I'm not I, Austin. Oh, I'm not none of them other people. We can go. Like, yeah. This is what I do. She'll go for forever. She's like, tough bitch. She won't fight for anybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. love her. I yeah. love, love, love her. Oh my gosh. I hope he grows from this. I hope so too, man. Everybody still want me pop locking into dancing. <laughs> Everybody's not still pop lock to him. Right. I mean, at the end of the day. I was like, he's still yeah. coming this September. Oh. Okay, and next we have 15 year old Corey Goff beats Venus Williams in a Wimbledon. I heard about that. That, that was, was crazy. Congrats, girl. Right? Give that check. Congrats to everyone. Right? Like, how cool is it that Venus. Wait, was it Venus or Serena? Venus. Venus. Okay. Yeah. Like, that she's still. She won two Grand Slams before this person was ever born. Like, to just have that much longevity as a power in your sport, that you're playing people that grew up on you, like, right? nuts. And it was yeah. close, too. It's yeah. not, yeah, it was super, It was super... from her mistake, too. It was Venus's mistake. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was like super close. Long. And what I hate about it is everybody's trying to, stop trying to, like, put black women against each other. Stop that. That shit's not, that's not it. Yeah. And it's not going to, it's not going to work. It's not going to make, she's a grown ass woman. And even though that this woman is 15 years old, what is, it was the same thing when the one girl won against um, Serena. Mm -hmm. They try to pinpoint them. Mm -hmm. Just like, well, back in the day when Venus and Serena were coming up, it was white women and everything. So I can only imagine how everything was before social media and they were winning grand slams and the Wimbledon and all these type of titles. Stop trying to put women in general against each other because we're starting to come together and y'all motherfuckers are out there getting scared. Mm-hmm. They are because, like I'm saying, if we all came together, how long have I been saying this? <laughs> we would be the baddest motherfucking force in the world. Mm-hmm. Instead of pinpointing us against each other like, watch, it's coming. There's a revolution <laughs> coming and we're all starting to love ourselves more, embrace our hair, embrace our skin tones and just loving each other more mm-hmm. and people are getting nervous. Mm-hmm. Like... I'm just saying, don't put them against each other. It's not going to work. Right. You know, Venus is a whole ass grown ass woman. Right. Like, and she's still a legend. Yeah, yeah. she is a fucking she's legend. Like, literally, at the, like, at the very end of your career, like, yeah, you're going to lose some games. How cool is it to lose a game against someone that's, like, your biggest fan? Right. Exactly. Yeah. That probably started to play tennis because of you and right. your sister. They literally did. Like, yes. they, they, like, did interviews where they're like, they, like, Venus and Serena are the reason I play tennis. Mm. Nuts. And that's it. Fifteen. Go ahead. Right, girl. Just imagine. Yeah. Her teachers didn't even know that she really? was a tennis player. They were like, they know now. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coming back to school. Yeah. Right? school. <laughs> that big ass 
paycheck. Yeah. Right. She got a buku amount of money. Yeah. She's good. I wouldn't yeah. even go back to school. Right. Right. I'd be like, fucking <laughs> out of here. Come <laughs> school. Out. She's from like Atlanta or something like that. Fucking out of here. Right. <laughs> I was like, go ahead. It's been bro. real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, this was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you don't need any other resume. You can just print in big letters, I beat I, Venus Williams. Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> On yes. my way to Wimbledon. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Like, oh my God. But congrats to her. Absolutely. Yes. All right. So, the next hot topic with yeah. um, Tia Mari, she explains why she doesn't um, whoop her children, even though she was whooped as a child. Mm-hmm. I think the narrative is kind of dying with like the new generation of just like us because. Being whooped is very traumatizing. I wasn't whooped a lot as a child. I was I was a great child. But I feel as if certain parents, when I see it, that they're putting their stress on taking it out on their children. Because kids will be kids. Like, just on the bus, a child crying. I saw the mom just, like, whap them against the head. I'm like, the child's crying because, like, the child could be overwhelmed. Or maybe you're not giving that child enough attention. They're a child. Like, when I was getting my ass beat, I remember my dad, like, whooped me because I was playing with fireworks. Whooped my ass. <laughs> like, whooped my ass. I could have blew my hands off. But if your child is, like, expressing that they need attention or anything like that or just being whiny because they're fucking two years old. They're going to be whiny for the next five years. Right. Maybe the next 18 years because I'm 29 and I'm still whiny. <laughs> like, that's just going to happen. So I, I believe in discipline. Like, I don't, I, the little smack in the fingers. That's fine to me, but I be seeing parents out here just taking and cussing their kids out. Yeah, you stupid mother. And I'm like, what? This is your child. What did this baby do? Did this baby beat your ass and rob you? Like, and then I think that's even another conversation when they talk about it takes a village. Because I do believe people do be stressed raising these kids, especially Mm -hmm. now we got student loans. (laughs) We got this mental health. Yeah. Going on right now. We're fucking traumatized. Yeah. And to bring another child and people just and just like, you know, with the black community, just just being a woman in general, we're going through postpartum after a baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So just imagine and if you have multiple kids, mm-hmm. if you don't have the father around, which I do see a lot in downtown Pittsburgh, like yeah. there's be a mom with like a baby in her little harness and two other kids holding hands. Just yeah. imagine getting on the bus with all that and nobody wants to give up the seat. There's things that are going to, like, drive you out. But to put that on that child, yeah. those are prominent years that they're going to remember. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember every major ass whooping I got. Me too. Like, I remember those things, and it stuck with me that I won't, like, what did I do? And I remember what I did, and I won't, I don't even like to play with fucking fireworks. Give me a sprinkler. That's it. <laughs> That's and she it. talked about that. Like, she was like, for her, she doesn't spank her kids. She talks to them and explains why what they did was wrong. And she was like, I feel like whooping is just, I'm going to just whip you real quick and don't do it again. And that's it. And she's like, I feel like you need to explain to a child why that's wrong. And she was like, I feel like a lot of people don't like to take the time out to sit down and whooping for a lot of people is quicker. Bam, bam, bam. And you in the bed sleep. But kids but really aren't that. They're not dumb. Not at all. They're sponges. Yeah. They're very receptive. Absolutely. And especially in those young years, you could sit down with them and be like, hey, listen, they could still be disciplined. You can still take things away. You just have to like be on the same path with them, I feel as if. But I, I mean agree. No, I agree where I'm glad to see people giving a different an alternative to discipline. Because when mm-hmm. everyone hears about discipline, they just think being ass. I'm sorry, Janita was the first person I ever heard. I never got whooped. Never got whooped. And look at how she came out. 
So you you are the the poster child when I because I've you I have been to come about no, I've seen my cousins get because I'm the only child if I didn't know so I've seen my cousins get their asses beat because they were trash but not to say y'all were trash you know people just do things but, um, <laughs> they did and so. My mom, just her presence already strikes the fear of God in me. So seeing my family get beat in the way they got beat, could, no, I was never going to do anything wrong. Never got beat. No. I didn't get beat a lot. There's probably like a handful of things. But my grandma used to get me with that comb on my hand. When I did get beat, it was an event. My mom, she said yeah. she went like this to me and I was so dramatic that I fell out and started crying. And I was like, I, she said she didn't even hit me, hit me. She was just like, and I just <laughs> lost it. So I was like, well, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I never, I, I never got beat either. No. I don't want to. <laughs> I just, no. But did y'all still get disciplined? Like, yeah. If I lied once to my mom, and she just the tone in her voice sounded so disappointed, that is what for me is it. I don't want to ever disappoint her mm-hmm. or but anybody. The taken away for thirty days. <laughs> no, I said. Yeah, we. I would, I would have that kind <laughs> of stuff. Yeah, but, like like restrictions on like TVs and things like right. that. But usually, you know, you just built up a really negative reaction to seeing your like mom be sad yeah and then you learn like and and you like understand the pathways of things that will make your mom sad so you're just like all right let's not do do that because i I, like i've done that before max and it feels like shit it's like Mm -hmm. let's not yeah yeah no i remember one time me and mark were little i had to been like maybe three or four and um me and mark to change the television there, you know, sometimes you didn't have a remote back in the ghetto days, back in the hood. We didn't have remotes. And it was up on the cupboard, like the little dresser that we had. And we were little and we were climbing up it. And the dresser fell down and the television hit both of us. Oh. My mom still beat her ass after that. <laughs> she made sure the television always <laughs> the, did it, the, Mom. The, the dresser and the television then knocked us the fuck out. The big ass TV? The televisions back God. in the 90s. Not just, just, just imagine walking in the room, you see your two little ass kids. Just, like, oh, when we get back from the hospital, I am going to beat you. Well, no, I'm not whooped our ass and then took us to the emergency room. Oh, or my brother did something oh and God. I witnessed it, but I didn't do anything. She would whoop us, oh, beat us both. Damn. Yeah. I had and one of them. Yeah. I didn't even do shit. And I got whooped. <laughs> just be guilty by association. But what the fuck is this, Mom? I wasn't even doing anything. Yeah. It was Mark or Quay. Yeah. Yeah. The reason is to build it so that you're more likely to snitch on your siblings. Mm-hmm. No, because that ass, that fight afterwards was an all. You ever see the chicken on Family Guy and um, Peter fight? Yeah. Literally, oh if me, that's how me and my older brother used to just fight all day long. To the point there was one day I pulled a knife out on Mark. Oh, oh my me God. and Mark used to fight to the fucking death. It was celebrity God. death match. Me and Mark. Yes, we just beat the shit. If we had all the space in the world because we lived on the farm, we would fight just like choking each other. Like me and Mark, yes. And me and Mark now was just like, oh my God. Yes. We used to beat each other. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I have three siblings. I'm the youngest of four. Oh. Yeah. Y'all never fought? I fought my brother a couple times. That's it. uh, I have two older sisters than a brother than me. So, like, we would fight, but it wasn't that often. Now y'all think I'm fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Mark were just... No. We're both Aries. It gets like that. So... Yeah, we... I don't know why I mind that. That was... (laughs) Yeah, like... (laughs) 
fight into oh the death. Yeah. Cause whatever. But I'm not I think if when I do have children, I feel like everybody has their own way of disciplining, but I'm not gonna traumatize. And I'm not traumatized from the way that my mom it's not like my mom beat my like fought fought me. Right. Or anything like or just beat me to a point where I'm just like, I need to leave the home. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody needs to come get me. It's just to the point that like it was enough discipline to teach me not to do it. Plus, we were good kids. We never got in trouble. We came home with good grades. We all went to school. Like, mm-hmm. none of that. So everything stabilized. But I think everybody needs to have their certain ways to do what they want to do with their children. Just don't traumatize them. Because, like, yeah. that can really, like, fuck them up. Because I've seen people that got their asses beat by their parents continuously. And it just didn't. Yeah. It didn't turn out good for them. Yeah. So. And that thing, like, I got beat. Look how it turned out. Don't work for everybody. Yeah. Right. Sure. I agree. I'm not I'm not beating my kids enough. Mm-hmm. And I do have them, so. All the things disappeared from me. But what was next, you see? So Lil Nas X. He came on the last day of Pride. Oh yeah. yeah. Amazing. Like I, I have never seen someone handle that rise to fame this well before. Right. Like, the song just went diamond too. And you owe what? he owes us Phineas and Ferb season three. Did you see the gift he did the Dave Chappelle when he knocked over? Oh, you have the wall out retweeted. Yeah. Dying. I am waiting for it. I'm not paying twenty dollars on Amazon. Give me my shit. I guess my mom and mom was Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> That's right. right now, but she did. It's such a good show. Like I need it because he said he tweeted he was like y'all if I and this was months ago he was like if uh, Old Town Road goes diamond I'm buying everybody season three of Phineas and Ferb I was like bet like they better like work out a deal with Phineas and Ferb right like, yeah. to stream like, right? for a couple weeks because oh my god that's a purple the purple little figure. Yeah. The brothers with the noses. They would always invent something. The one was like hit like a triangle head, and the one was like oh, yes. a red head and a green. Head. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love that show. But he came on the last day of Pride, and yeah. I've been loving Twitter because they're like, just imagine all the homophobes that <laughs> were because Old Time Road was entered as a country song at first. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if everybody knows the history, but it was entered as a country song at first. They realized he was black, to my mm-hmm. notion. I'm not saying any stories for anybody else, but this is what I'm thinking. Because Kane Brown, whatever his name is, he's black, but he's white passing, mm-hmm. is on the charts. And he uses trap beats, R&B beats, and claims it as country. So I think once Little Nas was getting gearing to get in the top 10 with Old Town Road, they're just like, oh, we don't want him. It's not a country song. So that's why he was like, fuck y'all. And Billy Ray Cyrus was like, fuck y'all too. (laughs) And we're going to combine this together and get this fucking money. And now it's Diamond. And he's the longest person in hip-hop history on the billboards to be there the longest. So he's beat Jay-Z. He's beat Kanye. He's beat Drake. Like, And he's just so pure. And then now finding out that, like, is he gay or is he bisexual? Right. Because he... You see the thing that he posted... He was like, just because I'm gay doesn't mean I'm not straight. Uh, he might have just been like goofing around. Yeah. Or trolling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm okay. just, I'm still trying to like, you know, but I love him. But he could be bisexual. I don't know. Sexuality yeah. is a spectrum. It's all weird. Mm-hmm. I still think he's so fucking cute. I, I just like oh, him. Just... Those cheekbones are like gorgeous. I know. Like, his oh lips and just like everything. I'm like, little nods. It, it like, looks like I'm he's missing. like using like studio lighting right? for every phone selfie he does. It's right. Crazy. He's perfect. And I just think it's just epic how it was the last day of Pride and he was like, Hey, some of you know, some of you might not know, some of you might not fuck with anymore, fuck with me anymore, but 
you know, listen to Closure closely. And I listened to it. I was like, oh, shit. I did. I was like, oh. That was like my first time listening to it after he posted that. Because Rodeo is my shit. Yeah. It's been on (laughs) repeat. You know, somebody told me the other day Cardi didn't need to be on a song. Ooh. I hurt my feelings. (laughs) 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 But it's okay. I mean, no one cares about my feelings. It's cool. I'm just glad. And I feel like this is going to bring more incentive to the black community because a lot of rappers have been saying like, so now y'all going to be fake as fuck and not listen to him no more because he decided to come out with his truth. Like, mm-hmm. the fuck? Because a lot of people are like, let's not listen to him for what? Right. Some of y'all's favorites out here not living their truth. Sad as fuck. Sad as fuck. Speaking of which, uh, 50 Cent is going to hell. Oh! Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I hear that like every three weeks. What well, happened? He posted a photo of Young Buck and, and Lil Nas together. And he was like, it, make, it all makes sense. Get your money, but I need mine. And I was like, leave no. that man alone. Leave that man alone. Leave him alone. I'm going to physically fight 50 Cent. <laughs> is he still like trapped? Oh. He do. still is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He you still can is. You do that. Oh, hey, that <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, he's disgusting. Like, yeah. horrible. Like, yeah. he's not happy. Not no, and like, like, nothing about it is like, oh, that seems like a good life. Like, <laughs> you're just spiteful constantly. Okay. Did you see his son at the concert? No. In the back, in the peanut gallery? 50 Cent. 50 Cent son, the one, the one that he neglects. The one that looks uh, just like him. Looks just like him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was at the concert. Whose concert? 50 Cent's concert. <laughs> in the back. And the twenty five dollars seats. That's so why was sad. he there? Was he trying to see his dad? I don't know if he was trying to see his dad. Damn. I feel bad for him because he posts that other little one all the time, all over the place. Yeah, you I know mean, what that's sad. about. Sad. That's sad. very sad. He was in the peanut gallery talking about in the club. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well. Because you know be. people are mad about Lizzo needs to be. That's what I am saying. Not she's McCarthy. My Lizzo oh my needs. She's, Remember she yeah. dressed up as um for Halloween. Yes, but Melissa. Wait, as Ursula. Yes, yes. Oh it was God. singing and everything. It was yes. perfect. She know. was even hurt because she reposted it with the video of her being Ursula, wow. and it's Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. Trash. <laughs> Is it, what is this supposed to be a comedy? Like no, it's like <laughs> real. Like you know how everybody's going like live now. Like they're doing like yeah, the live yeah, adaptations and and I'm like, but she don't even sing. Right, Lizzo could do everything. Oh my everything. god, yeah. What what the hell? I didn't even think of that aspect of it. Like right. you literally. Oh. Okay. And the thing is, singing. Ursula is her aunt. So why would you? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess they said she's gonna be purple, so it don't matter. Yeah, like, but Trash. Ursula is black. And the little merm, her, that's her aunt, that's her first aunt. What's the Cinderella story? Honestly, <laughs> on a mismatch. <laughs> that was mismatch. Rogers and Harris had Cinderella. 
definitely <laughs> was the most diverse cast you'd ever find in the 90s for a Disney movie. I just don't understand why it's such a big deal because, I mean, it, it's a mermaid. Yeah. It's a fucking mermaid. Yeah. I still stand. I said what I said. Ursula's black. <laughs> and that's her meat. I mean, honestly, if just how people think, like, a goofy movie, they would think they're the black folks. Right. So, I mean. Right. Eh. But congrats we'll to Hallie. That's incredible. All right, let's get Man, into this. We had some good topics this week. We, we oh, did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm nodding. I hope <laughs> <laughs> you're Maybe you just enjoyed the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into these event gigs. So yes. tonight, um, the Hump at Belvedere's Femi is the DJ. It's a free admission. It starts at 930. Oh, huh. Right? Tonight. Oh, I love the little logo for this. Right? Isn't it cute? Yeah. It's a good logo. So cute. Reminds me of the camel for the cigarette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all camels remind me of that camel. Like, that <laughs> camel took over all of the Everything. camels. That's what they wanted, though, to, like, yeah. you know, yeah, they, bring they really did. Yes. They really yep. did it up. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So, what's next? Tomorrow. Happy 4th of July to everybody listening. Um, happy holiday. <laughs> happy oh, day yeah. off work. I'll get that time and a half. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 4 p.m. I will be okay. working. Double wage. Okay. Double. Okay. <laughs> um, all summer uh, day party, Diaspora 2, Dope 2.0. Yep. That'll be from 1 to 9. At Also, heads up, there is an admission fee after three. I forget how much it is. Oh, that was nice to know. Okay. I think it's $10. Can I get it? What if I, like, show up and then leave? So, after three, if you pay the admission, you get in and out. Yeah. And it's free from one to three. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know exactly how they'll handle, like, when people are already in the venue, will they, like, go around and be, like, pay now? Right. <laughs> oh, that ain't gonna work. Shoot, I was gonna... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Work and head on over there, get the little band in it. But if it ain't going like that, ain't gonna work. Anyway, the Human Chain on July fifth. It's curated by Corinne Jasmine. Yay! Um, and it will. It's an opening reception, which will be July fifth from six to ten p.m. at one hundred five East Eighth Avenue. Yeah, 
for Homestead with their galleries. Really? They're starting to get a lot. Because I think Camo Customs was over there. Yeah. Like, two months ago? I'm going to be there on Friday. Oh, okay! Yeah. Selling okay. at the 8th Avenue pop-up. Selling at the 8th Avenue pop-up <laughs> shop. Talk your shit. Right! Oh, yeah. so this will be a part of it then, right? The Jaw 5th? This yeah. Friday? Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, we gotta make our way. We gotta make it. We gonna be there. Gotta support. Yeah. Let us know. So on July 12th in Hawkins Village, they're having an Antoine Rose um, community birthday celebration. They are looking for volunteers. They are looking for sponsors. And they are looking for people to donate some school supplies. I think this is great. Um, event sponsors are welcome. They're going to be having live performances by Miss Money, Baby J, Way. And that is on the 12th. It starts from one at 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. And it's in Hawkins Village. That's in my hood. Yeah, right on the streets. Yes, it is. Also, so July 12th and 13th, there's the Deutschtown Music Festival. Did y'all go last year? I have never Mm -hmm. been. I I went last year. It was a lot. I heard about it. It gets packed, right? Very. But it's nice to go and listen to the live music. And like the north side, like when you're over there, I'm like, I feel like it's the first time I've ever been yeah. every time I go to the North. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what is this? Right. <laughs> There's grass over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, it'll include over 300 bands, 30 plus stages. It's free, y'all. Um, so go check it out. We're on the 13th next Friday. Yeah. yeah. 30 stages? That's crazy. Isn't it? And they're everywhere. Yeah. Over 300 bands. Yes, you should see how the lineup list is. <laughs> Literally, you have to get like a magnifying glass. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's somebody we went to um, Edinburgh with, and she's in two of the bands okay. that are performing. Um, Meredith, right here, was my roommate for like a semester, okay. and then I was like, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. You know, we gotta check that out. Also, next weekend is the sneaker ball. Girls <laughs> running shit will be there. Yeah. I got my dress, I got my shoes. Um, I got my shoes. I got my ticket. All right. We're That's going. a start. <laughs> One out of three. Wait, are y'all like able to say what shoes you're wearing before it? Or is that like bad form? Is that a faux pas? I mean, we can say it. I don't know why. I'm going to talk about my brand. I'm not going to say what kind I got. I'll say that I am representing Nike. Same. Mm. Oh. Mm. Okay. Same. You saw them. I did. I did. I showed sure did. Oh. I'm sorry. See, I don't know. I don't really know. I'm not going to say the brand. Y'all got yet, nobody needs. It's a surprise. Mm. But I'm a sneakerhead. I love Same shoes. Here. I love collecting shoes. I collect Converse and Vans. Like, I'm always in a fresh pair of Vans. Like, I wear them with dresses. Like, I don't give a fuck. I mm. love. They're good shoes. They are. And they last for forever. I'm all about sneakers. I was like, last. I'm nervous because I might. <laughs> we get paid next Friday. Oh, I'm not going to social. Give me another pair. Might have to do that. So we'll see. I've been meaning to go down to Senseless and get another pair soon. Oh, Senseless. I need to go back in there. They've had this pair of uh, Skepta Air Maxes, which are like Mm. these gorgeous, like all black shoes with bronze metallic detailing on them. And they're 220 and they're exactly my size. And I know they fit me. And I've just been like... Oh shit! Scoop them up, right? Making you like itch. They said that the tickets are limited. He's like, "Did you?" I deserve something nice. I deserve. You just do. Oh my gosh! 
So yeah, but the, they said that the tickets are limited, yes. and it's going to be at the Opera House. So I think it's just going to be beautiful. I can't wait. I want to just redo my prom over. So I feel like this is just the time to like Aww. wear a dress and go to a gala, like and comfy shoes that I actually like. Right into mm-hmm. the hills and just like struggling all night for right, a seat. Right, yeah. right. So <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to look cute and get my makeup on and everything. <laughs> What's next, Mia? Um, so it's uh, this is Grounded Pittsburgh. It's uh, do you care about your community? Yes. And they're looking for volunteers. Uh, the volunteer dates will be July sixteenth, um, Wallace Street and and Webster Avenue from eleven a.m. to one p.m. July nineteenth, uh, Morgan Street and Bedford Avenue, eleven a.m. to one p.m. They need help with uh, cleanup, uh, installing flowers, repairing lawns, creating a pathway. Oh. Um, painting. So if you're into that type of stuff, into the environment, reach out to them and help. Nice. We should get into some stuff. I'm still looking for my garden. Yep. They just beautified someone's garden and it looked great. I don't know yeah, if they, they did. Yeah. or if they do it for free, Ooh. but it was beautiful. Aww. It was beautiful. The before and after that they had, mm-hmm. it was so nice. Yeah. I would love to volunteer for them. All right, so this is brought to you by the Queen Pen Pittsburgh. They're at the August Wilson African American Cultural Center. They are having Black women in art. So they're going to have Tara's going to be there, Dr. Lisa Lopez, Dr. Cheryl Hall Russell. Um, it's moderated by Dr. Amy Alexander. The tickets vary from fifteen dollars to eighty dollars, and you can find you can you can uh, you can <laughs> you can find these tickets on Eventbrite if you type in the girl the Queen Pen PGH at eventbrite.com. So, yeah, that would be cute. That's through um, Ari, who I met through Sarah's event, the nice. um, Woman for Women yeah. event. So, I guess they put on a lot of things for black women, and I'm all about it. So, Beautiful. yeah, check it out. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's literally yeah. the same thing. So yeah, Black Women in Art. That's on the 25th. And like I said, the tickets are in sale on Eventbrite. And they vary from $15 to $80. So do you have any events? Not like this. Well, I guess I have the pop-up shop on the 5th at the Homestead First Friday. But most of my events are like in the future. There's Pittsburgh Fashion Week on October 3rd, of course. Mm. I'm not sure when tickets go on sale for that. They might already be on sale. I'm not sure. But... There's that. Then I have my September Unblurred show at Boom Concepts. Uh, that's going to be fun. I'm going to pay for the rest of that tomorrow at the party. <laughs> <Can't wait. laughs> uh, then, oh, I'm trying to, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, July 26th is the Maya Temple Fashion Show at Ace Hotel that I'm a part of. That's going to be really tight. Nice. Yeah, I'm not sure who all I can say. Like, who all is confirmed for performers, oh. but the last time I heard it was a really good list. I'm very excited. All right. Woo-woo. All right. And I think that's pretty much it for me, for my plugs. Okay. Well, either way, we're about to get into you completely, yeah. because <laughs> everything for the next attention. couple minutes is <laughs> about you. So, yeah. let's get into this interview. Guys. Everyone, like, rotates. <laughs> 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 So before we were discussing, um, where are you originally from? Are you a pure Pittsburghian or sort of? Well, no, I guess technically not. <laughs> I, I was I was born here and I grew up in Coriopolis, and I lived in Germany from when I was one to when I was five. But other than that, 
I've either lived in Pittsburgh or been in college. That was it. Can you speak any German? Yeah. I, I was trying to decide there whether I should say it in German. <laughs> like, that's not true. That's cheesy. I just know nine. <laughs> and that's no, that's right? That's no. Yeah. <laughs> that's about it. Like. Yeah, I speak a little German, but I was really young when I was there, so it's, like, not even close to fluent. Mm-hmm. But I can, like, if you just, like, drop me in Germany, I could, like, find my way to the train station and shit. I can, you know, I can get around. Oh, yeah. Nothing bad at all. Do it better than me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Point, a, point A to point B. <laughs> when did you get started in art? Like, what was your first introduction into where you found your passion within it? So, it there's, like... A couple different like stages of it where there's like stage one of like getting into clothes and then like stage two of like getting better at that and then stage three of like actually painting them but i started painting clothes in 2016 like fall 2016 so it's been almost three years now and, oh i should figure out like what the anniversary day for the first shirt i ever made is because i know i took a picture of it i'd have to find the shit well, <laughs> what made you like you know, were you just doing something? You're like, so, oh, that's gonna be hot as fuck. Right. Like, so it happened actually because of Bob Ross. I used to watch a ton of Bob Ross videos. Therapeutic. Yeah, to fall dude. asleep. It, it's amazing. And like, you know, after you watch enough hours of Bob Ross, you're like, I gotta paint something now. Like, what am I doing? Just watching it. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. and, like, he makes it look so easy. You're like, I can do this shit. It's gonna be beautiful. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Uh, but everyone, like, everyone in my life knew I liked Bob Ross a lot, so one of my friends got me, like, a painting starter kit for Christmas oh. one year. It was, like, a palette, some brushes, and a canvas, and I just had to get paint. But I was, like, really lazy and going through a time in my life, so I just never ended up buying paint. And then I, I was, uh, excited to see a show that was happening, Julian Baker. Uh, they were, like, a favorite artist of mine at the time. And I missed the show, and I really wanted to get their merch. And then I was like, oh, wait, I've seen, like, pictures of people like painting clothes on Instagram like I wonder if I could try that and then so I went out got some fabric paint gave it a shot it was kind of terrible but like the feeling of like finishing a piece and being like now like no one else has this like yeah. this is just exactly mine, it's and unique it. mm-hmm. yeah and I just got hooked from there and just started painting more and more and more but I first got into fashion by playing NFL Street 2 back in like 2003 because yeah. you could customize everyone's outfits there was like an in-depth character yes creation. you could yes. 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 to go back and like look at the old fits I made then yeah. and see like how similar it is to how I dress now but uh yeah I because I, I would do like the make your own team yeah and they would always give you shit colors to start out with they would be like neon green and like bright red or like something that clashed really bad and mm-hmm. I was just like wait like everyone looks terrible and so started oh doing gosh. that I never would have guessed that in a million yeah. years <laughs> Because it's kind of like the... Did you ever do the thing with the dolls online? You could dress up the little doll? Oh, yes. Oh, that God. was mine. Yes. Hours. Don't bother me. I didn't, I didn't play that because that was like too girly. So I had to like find oh. the back route in through NFL oh. Street 2. <laughs> oh my god! Or like Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Get to customize the skateboards and everything. Yeah. I remember like, that was my game. How many like graphic designers do you think that that spawned? Like a ton of people. Wow. Yeah. Cause people would save them and would like go back to them and mm-hmm. wow. they had some cool fits on it. They like, did. They did. They did. 
Wow. Um, that, that, that's so interesting. That's great. What you're wearing right now, did you make this? Yeah, I painted Because I want it. Nice. That's nice. Just I'm imagine some shorts with it. That's really. Good. And it's clean. Yeah. yeah. Like, it looks like a print, kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like just close enough to a print to look neat, but you still get some like intricacies of paint, like the line like changing shape a little bit. Or yeah. Like yeah. And I like that. Practiced through. a really long time. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> and this is also a really good material to paint on because it's not very like thick knitting; like it's pretty sleek. So mm-hmm. that just means that like paint will go onto it easier, and you have to apply less paint to have it be opaque. Because like if this was denim, you would have to do like four separate layers mm-hmm. of every line you do for it to show up well. How's washing it? Pretty good. Uh, just washing on cold. Uh, this one I haven't fully cured it yet because it's just one I made for myself, but. Uh, I use like a fabric paint that you can heat set so you put it under an iron and it like binds it to the clothes and then I waterproof all the parts that I paint so yeah, they stay on pretty well. If some shorts came with it, I'm not saying that. <laughs> <You know. laughs> I was going to say, do you style people too? Yeah, yeah. We're talking time. offline. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. Email me at Sweet Tooth Customization. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you got the glasses with the chain and it works well with the color. The whole fit is just yeah, like, yeah, all right. Yeah. For us, <laughs> like, like, anytime, like, that's my favorite thing about fashion is that for a long time, like, I grew up, my family doesn't particularly care about fashion. Like, they don't dress poorly, but it's not, like, anyone's passion. So it was never a big deal. So it's been really fun to just, like, give myself opportunities to dress up well. And a really good way to do that is, like, stake a reputation on being able to dress well. Because <laughs> then, like, every time you leave the house, you're like, okay, everyone literally knows of me because I make clothes. I have to wear good right. clothes. Right, yeah, <laughs> just imagine. That pressure. Yeah, yeah but I, I love it. Like, that's when yeah. I have the most fun is whenever the stakes are high. Keeps you going, keeps you, like, the creative juices flowing, yeah. too. And right? I don't feel dumb for spending, like, 40 minutes picking an outfit. Because I'm like, no, this is important. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Who are some of your inspirations um a lot actually not that many i honestly don't like consume a ton of art mostly other people around here but in terms of like designers i really like iris van herpen and isabel de borschgraf iris van herpen is the person that does the uh 3d printed okay it's like the really like cool dresses they like just had a new collection come out with like kinetic sculptures on it Uh, was it the moving art yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I saw. They're like incredible and one of like the few design houses that I feel like is like a good future for fashion. A lot like it, it's weird because like I'm in fashion, but I hate a lot of aspects of all of fashion, all of the industry, mm-hmm. all of uh, you know, like the the barriers and like negative aspects that clothing can have. Mm-hmm. So there aren't that many like big design houses that I'm actually a big fan of. But Iris Van Herpen very tight. I like them a lot. And then, sure, you can make your own. Mm-hmm. Like, this yeah. is just like a gateway to it, kind of, you know? Because I know that we were talking about um, Pittsburgh Fashion Week and mm-hmm. things like that and, like, the background of it. So I completely understand. It could be quite tedious out there with yeah. fashion. It really, really can. It really can. It's a weird, confusing industry. I'm glad I'm, like, kind of adjacent to it sometimes because I don't do things like mass manufacturing or like garment manufacturing. I just paint things. So it kind of puts me in this like half in a painting world, half in a fashion world. Mm -hmm. And I like it because I don't want to have to sort of like go with an established uh, flow of an industry too distinctly. Mm -hmm. 
you know, it might be less profitable to do this than like mass market something, but I enjoy it way more than if I just sort of like meandered into the regular path. Yeah. How's Pittsburgh fashion to you? Yeah, it's weird because like Pittsburgh has like a terrible reputation for fashion. But my thing with it is that A, the Pittsburgh fashion that I experience is not the same as like the average Pittsburgh fashion because inherently, like, you know, you all know this too, being in like the art scene and like young people out here like doing things, people dress a lot better than the average. So Mm -hmm. I'm used to like the pockets of Pittsburgh that I know that are particularly beautiful in their clothes. Mm -hmm. I realize that like overall, it kind of sucks. There's a lot of Steelers jerseys. There's a lot of like, (laughs) like you don't think that many people actually wear Skechers, but a lot of people actually wear Skechers. And like, that's fine. That's okay because it's, you know, like we're like a a very like blue collar city. So people have jobs to do. Everyone can't dress well all the time. Like, sorry, I just haven't seen a pair of Skechers. I mean, you're thinking of women downtown who work and all they wear are the tennis shoes with the socks. But, like, that makes sense because, like, people are at work, you know? Right. Like, I don't really want Pittsburgh to be a New York in terms of fashion. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. It's kind of, like, a two-sided. But, like, I don't want there to just be, like, so much random useless wealth that it gets spent on a lot of clothes. And that's what I kind of like about Pittsburgh is that it isn't full of money. The fashion scene, like, isn't crazy profitable Mm -hmm. here. Shocker. But that makes the aspects of it that are beautiful that much more beautiful because it can be harder to acquire pieces that compare you to someone in like a distinct fashion city. Right. And a lot of the time the way you get them is, at least I think, a lot better. There's a lot of people that are making their own shit here. There's a lot of people that are like wearing local brands that are looking as good. Like so many people in Pittsburgh that if you just like plop them down in Soho, they'd be out dressing everybody there. Yeah. Because I've witnessed it. Like yeah. you just ever just see somebody so like, fucking fly downtown you're just like wow oh, shit because it, it, in, in a lot of ways it like pops out that much more because yeah. it isn't around them yeah. and like i'll take that someone in an outfit where i can look at it and be like i have no clue where they got that and it's amazing than like going to toronto and seeing someone in like three balenciaga pieces like mm. great job <laughs> you're still wearing all black like just go get some adidas exactly <laughs> shut up <laughs> Like, that does not make you better at fashion. That should I found my exact lane where I can talk my shit. <laughs> exactly, because you gotta know about it to talk shit about it, so. Mm. Oh, drag me. Okay. I'm sorry if any of you want to watch No, 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 not at all. I do want the Balenciagas, the neon green shoes. I literally was like, they're only 900 like okay. you can do a pay- you can do a payment plan you can never mind y'all not feeling it <laughs> no girl you got it this is you i don't do you could do a payment plan they're I'm just sure fly they're pretty nice shoes because when you're in pit and you see them international students they be stunting yeah the oh, fuck hey. oh, so i've seen them in person you ain't never lied. they're acting like this is it like the, 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 the world is the end of the world is near i need to flex on y'all even just like the jeans and the hat like just the structure of everything i'm like that yeah. outfit right there is probably more than my rank yeah they're just styling and i'm just yeah. like what And the funny thing about it is a lot of them like abruptly leave and there's like sales and everything for like their stuff. So look out. Yes. I've seen it happen. Yeah. I would paint it and sell it. (laughs) Right. They'll be leaving. They have to go back to their country or something like popped up where they just have to abruptly leave. So they'll have like a, um, 
estate sales yeah. or something, something to the equivalency of that. Just like like a Louis Vuitton garage sale. All yeah, of a pretty much. And they're just they're like, I'm fucking out of here. I'm going back to my <laughs> homeland, and y'all can just stuff is cheaper here too. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and they can't take everything back Especially sometimes. Especially in Pennsylvania because we don't have sales tax on clothes. No, we don't come down here from Canada to shop. Oh yeah, there were at the in mall. buses. Oh, buses. My God. <laughs> To wow. save a couple dollars. Yeah, yeah that shit, like, that shit is what I hate about fashion. Oh, I hate it. Sorry, I'll stop talking about no! that. No! No, 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 no. You're here for that reason. We what do absorb you it. What hmm? is it that you don't like? Uh, that's, I just think that's too much effort to be getting clothes that aren't particularly good. Mm. I don't know. Most retail fashion is produced in, like, the exact same way. Like, price difference, mm. they were all manufactured for the same price. American Eagle and H&M. Same thing, and all of it's terrible. Like, I try and not buy anything retail when I can because every single part of the industry is rotten. Everyone either uses slave or sweatshop labor, or the yeah. supplier of that uses slave and sweatshop labor. Like, it's one of the worst industries for workers. Mm. And I'm just like, I don't know what's worth it. Like, I'll have one less fit, I guess. But because they talked about that on Andy Ruins Everything. Do you guys ever watch uh, that? Yeah, like. He went into like talking about um, is it cheaper to shop at outlets and things like that, and come to find out it's really not cheaper. Mm-hmm. Like you're actually spending more than what it should be priced as. Mm-hmm. So I love that show because he does ruin it for me. So yeah, yeah. Don't buy any clothes at Forever Twenty One. They're trash. I used to work for them. I mean, like, and you know. Transparency, I still have Forever 21 pieces that I bought like, while I worked there. Like, if you have them, wear them. But they're one of the worst companies in the world. I've been shopping there less since, like, Pretty Little Things came around. And yeah, ASOs they are and, a classic. Good Lord. Like, I just stopped. Because, like, Forever 21, it, and it's weird because I'm plus size. So some days, and, like, a 3X is, like, equivalency of an extra large, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It really is because there was a girl that did the medium challenge. Like, her boyfriend put on a medium, but a guy's medium was different from a girl's medium. This is true. And just makes you feel bigger than what you really are. And also, I'm six foot two, mm-hmm. so it's just, like, everything's different. I can't go into a, you know, Forever 21, or even Fashion Nova, too, or Rainbow. Yeah. They'll tell you, it's like, I'm not consistent in any of anything. I'll go to Old Navy, and I wear an extra large, like, in certain shirts. They run big. They run, yeah, yeah. They run huge at Old Navy. Then I'll go to Fashion Nova and I have to get a 3X and I'm like, girl, like, what's going on? <laughs> like, do we need to talk? So it's just like, it's just, it, it's very weird with fashion because you can kind of like get insecure when those sizings are just ridiculous. That's why I really want to get into like tailor-made like shit. Like, I want my own shit. It's a good way to go. There's a lot of really good local tailor shops that yeah. are not very expensive. Yeah. I need it, because your girl's body's different. So. Well, it is. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, my gosh. So, we talked about it a little bit off line, but, like, you designed Danny's shoes. Yeah. And they, they were incredible. epic. Thank you so much. They were, like, they're probably my, like, favorite piece I've ever done wow. now. Like, the process of making them was so fun. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy with them and, like, just the whole thing. And now, like, I have a new friend, too. That cool. shit's so hard. Like, right, right? I just, met, I just met her. Yeah. So, yeah, we, yeah. I've been, like, 
Twitter buddies with everybody, and we've all been becoming like real life friends, and mm-hmm. it, it's really really cool. What was the inspiration behind the shoes? I mean, she so she came to me with like you know like wanting some customs, you know, did all the business stuff, and then we were just like, all right, like what design do you want? And she was like, pretty much anything you want. I just wanted to be fiery and have like these words on it. Somehow, you do whatever you want with the rest. So I just had a ton of fun with it. And I did the thing I always do with shoes, where initially I was planning like all the different tendrils. I was Mm -hmm. just gonna have them like right along the bottom, like only come up maybe a quarter of the way on the shoe and have it look like, I was even thinking maybe doing like flames and having like burn from the ground up. But as I started going, I just like kept having more fun and like wanting to take them further. And it just ended up covering the whole shoe. They look so epic. Cause that's what I was gonna ask, like, do you like, Ad, do you let people kind of give like their suggestions of what they yeah. want or do you ever feel like sometimes it stunts your creativity yeah definitely sometimes it's harder you know mm-hmm. but that's that's why it is doing commissions you know mm-hmm. like i have my dead stops so like things i i won't do or i prefer to do mm-hmm. i make sure to let them know you know because like they want a good product too so if i if it's like particularly challenging or time consuming it's like this will take longer this will be more expensive and you know you just work with them and figure out what the middle ground is between the limitations of the medium and whatever my skill level is and what they want. But I, I like doing it because, I mean, especially if it's a commission, it's yeah. just kind of right? less work. Like if someone is like, I want this exact thing, I'm like, great, now I don't have to do, you know, sketching and testing and all that. Like I can just jump into it right away. Because that's what I was going to ask next. You draw it first, mm-hmm. like pick... Oh, you just go in. Yeah. Like for those ones, because I mean, I do a lot of pattern work and usually it's like non, uh, I'm trying to think the exact term, but it's like non-referential pattern work and that each aspect of the pattern doesn't have like a set, uh, boundary based on the rest of the pattern. Mm -hmm. So I can just start and keep going. And usually that ends up being something better anyways. There's, uh, like a really good saying I like from... I want to say it's like Degas, like one of the old like Renaissance painters, where they were like, whenever you're painting, you want it to be totally off the top of your head, like instinctive, but guided by practice. So like I do patterns all the time. So I'm used to feeling how my hand will go. I know like where to take a brush stroke, but I don't want to be going into like a chalked out design because then you're just kind of holding yourself back. You're more likely to be shaky. It's a lot better to just do it quickly. Wow. For you, do you remember what Marty was wearing for um, the woman for women? This, yeah, yeah. It was oh, one of the trademark shirt. No, what? It was like rectangles. Yeah, yeah, like. Yes. Yeah. And she I, wore the hell out of it too. I was so happy she bought that one. That's like an old piece. I made that like two years ago. It's. I loved it. Yeah. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It was Thank really, you. really nice, and she styled it perfectly. It was just really, really nice. Mm-hmm. The, the, those hit like a nice middle ground that's hard to hit sometimes. Where like if you make something too busy and loud, it's like hard to make outfits around it. Yeah, like that's what I always like. People are like, "Why don't you paint all your shoes?" And I'm like, "Cause if I paint my white shoes, then I don't have white shoes." <laughs> you know. <laughs> Can't do everything. Right. Right. Yeah. Bacon asses. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's just, it's customer service. Like, what's something that you won't do? Is there something that, not saying that you're not capable, because uh-huh. you're capable of everything, but if somebody, <laughs> anything you put your mind to, but like, has there been something that you won't do, or you're just like, mm-mm? I mean, like, any type of message I don't agree with, I won't do. Um, 
Other than that, not really. Outside of like the limitations of like the paint and my skill set, I'm trying to think, but I can't think of any time I've told someone that like that's a no go on that design mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, sometimes I have like things that I require doing, uh, where like if I if I want to alter a piece in a certain way, or if it's for like an event and I already have an idea, uh, or like especially if I'm doing like a message piece, you know, where I'm like trying to either like promote something or draw attention to something then I'll be like I have to be able to paint about this but other than that hmm now let's get into this I really appreciate because we have been going back and forth like on Twitter and everything I don't know why you don't have my number but yeah, like, I, just, I, I, yeah, I was like I got out of the Uber I was like oh I can't even call Kia. No. <laughs> like, I'll give you your number my number after yeah. this but you let me know about pronouns and everything so yeah. I remember we were talking about the Block party. I think this is the first time I've ever asked someone that's not black, like, can you educate me on certain things that are relevant or politically correct or mm-hmm. whatever have you? And it's kind of tough, mm. too, because you don't know everybody's sensitivity level with certain things. And But you did let me know your pronouns. And can you go into more detail, if you don't mind? Yeah, or... yeah sure. So I'm, I'm non-binary. Use they, them pronouns. Um, that... Pretty much just means that I don't identify as a man or a woman. Just kind of out there with something different than that. And in a lot of ways, it's kind of weird to have conversations like this because I am still figuring out all the intricacies of gender identity and my gender identity. Like, it's really complicated, especially at the point that you sort of exit a binary that is like a foundational aspect of a lot of, you know, traditional values and and the world in a lot of ways, it's like super confusing out here. Um, but I, I actually like did a little research on this before I came because I'm not like a gender theorist. I don't really know that much technical information. Most of what I can give is just like learned experience and anecdotes. But like, uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess in, in some ways, like, are there any more specific questions about it? Because it's a very super broad topic. It's like, I know what I know based mm-hmm. off of it, but a lot of people that I see online, and there's a ton of just ignorant questions. And like we were talking about before, I don't believe in femininity and masculinity to a certain extent past genetics and DNA makeup. Like men do have testosterone and women have estrogen, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But all these traits were bestowed in us by our parents mm-hmm. to learn how like to shave your legs or to shave your armpits. Because the thing is, if we weren't told that was part of the femininity category, we would be out here all fucking hairy as fuck. Mm-hmm. That would be sexy. That would be appealing yeah. to people. It would be the norm. So I really don't believe in those kind of things. I believe I don't believe in like gender roles. I believe that everybody's the same. Mm-hmm. Like our genetic makeup might be a little bit different. Like certain men might be stronger than me or vice versa, whatever have you. But I think a lot of people get confused with non-binary and putting certain people into that category automatically thinking that they're gay or they're bisexual and Mm -hmm. they don't explore it to in a certain extent they just put everyone into this box and they don't Mm -hmm. understand why are you doing this how do you know Mm -hmm. that kind of thing it's like so my next question would be is like how do you know like how did you determine that like you know how does it how does it happen i mean it's a really slow process because uh like, one, one of the sort of, like, overarching aspects of what I was thinking of today and trying to explain it is that 
like being non-binary is getting really comfortable with <clears throat> like realizing how fake a lot of the world around you is mm-hmm. and uh, understanding like naturally paradoxical aspects of life. Because, like, hold on, I have notes on this. I should take them out so I can actually read this. Uh, but it, it's, it's, a, it's a really long process of very subtle self-cues and a really large requirement, I feel like, in, like, understanding of oneself uh, and honesty with oneself. Because it's very easy to... Essentially, like, the, the pattern of it, at least that I experienced, is that you always felt excluded from a generalized sense of the world around you via gender binaries. Mm -hmm. So, like, you slowly build up this feeling of, I don't fit in this, and I don't fit in this. I know that I do technically fit somewhere in the world, but it doesn't seem like that spot is open for me. So I have to explore and figure out what it is I I want to be and who I want to be. And there's actually a really good Kate, uh, a really good quote rather by Kate Bornstein, who is a like fantastic non-binary non-binary author uh, that like rose to prominence in like the 1990s after doing gender reassignment surgery. But she said in one of her talks that the biggest challenge we all face as non-binary persons is the inability of today's language to communicate paradox. Because, like, in that same way that you're looking at groups of men and looking at groups of women and realizing you don't fit in anywhere, but you still, like, embody a sense of self and and self-realization, you have to create the language and find the places where you do. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of this, like, wandering wasteland sort Mm -hmm. of feeling where, like, these non-binary people slowly have found each other through the years and, you know, established themselves within humanity. But usually that gets wiped away at some point, you know, there, there's records of non-binary people and, uh, you know, multiple genders, third and fourth and fifth genders existing through human culture forever. Uh, and this is just sort of the modern wave of it since like the 1960s and 70s. Wow. So, the what internet you... as well, too. Almost, like yeah. so many people, you know, having information that isn't automatically presented to you in your life through school or family or anything, mm-hmm. like that's how you figure out what the terms are, that's how you find out that other people are feeling like you. Mm-hmm. What do you do in a situation where we know, you know, we all hang out with different groups and everything, so we're kind of connected here in Pittsburgh since we are a smaller city. How, say that no one knows who you are mm-hmm. and they're greeting you or you're like at a meeting or you're meeting someone new mm-hmm. and they identify you as something that you're not. How do you correct them? Because, you know, there's been a just on the internet in general, like people don't know anything about pronouns or transgender people or transsexual, they they don't know and they're just so ignorant sometimes and they willingly know, but they don't use it in the right context. Or some people just don't know and they address certain people as ma'am or sir Mm -hmm. and certain people just get an attitude about it. But the thing is, it's like if they're not educated and I always say this, especially how times are in Trump's America, I'm like, I'm not here to educate you on certain things. But I'm not saying that this is new. Like, it's still taboo to people. It's nothing new. This has been going on for centuries. Mm-hmm. It's just now it's, like, in the known mm-hmm. now. People are, like, out here just living their lives. Like, we should have been doing years ago. Like, we should be doing right now. How do you address that if someone doesn't know, Yeah. you know? So, I mean, a big, it, like, I have a sort of, like, personal, like, process. Because it happens literally constantly. 
especially because I look a decent amount like a man, almost everybody clocks you as a man constantly. So there's like sort of like a flow chart I figured out. First step is to figure out what the intent is, you know? Mm. Like if someone is like either an acquaintance or like, you know, you can identify who your friends are pretty easily and they're just like, yeah, he said that yesterday. Then I'll just be like, yo, heads up, you know, mm-hmm. da, da, da. and like nine times out of 10, 95 times out of 100, it's totally cool. And you just have a lot of learning opportunities. And one of the reasons though that I'm able to do that and a lot of people aren't um, is because like I occupy a much safer space than a lot of other trans and non-binary and gender non-conforming people. So, uh, you know, it's a little easier for me to be like softer with people and have like learning moments and, you know, be able to talk to people that are ignorant or even like a little mean sometimes. Now, of course, like you can tell when the intent is bad, Mm -hmm. you know, like if you're in the South side and like angry drunk dudes are like, yeah, very specific, like, you know, there's plenty of situations where you can tell when antagonism is happening Mm -hmm. and you either have to walk away, walk away or be ready to fight. Like that's it. Mm -hmm. Once it gets there or just like, what a lot of people do is you just have to get bullied in public, you know? Like, whenever you're out there and there's, like, people saying that shit to you, it's like, okay, I either say something back, leave, or let them say this to me. Mm-hmm. That's your only option. Um, but most of the time, you're with kind people. Most of the people I know are kind people. So it's a good opportunity to teach them. Because, I mean, you know, I do, in society's eyes, look like a man and... I'm white, and that gives me a lot of safety in those situations, you know, uh, that other people wouldn't have. So it lets you be a little more comfortable in telling people and educating people. Well, I appreciate you, you know, telling us that. Because sometimes it's a very sensitive subject, and I don't want to offend because I preach on here about being a black woman and having safe spaces and those kind of things. I just feel like sometimes you do have to educate people, and I hate that, like, terminology because I hate educating people sometimes I'm like it's 2019 you have the internet but some people just don't know it can be tiring but like hearing something from a friend can be a lot different than hearing Mm -hmm. it online you know you're able to build build real build real connections and you know potentially make that situation easier for if they interact with someone else that's non-binary now they know to ask for pronouns you know Mm -hmm. it's like paying it forward to like your own community all the other queers Well, thank you. Yeah. You have notes and everything. I know. Yeah. So cute. I was having fun today because I, I don't, like, honestly, it's, like, I'm so busy that I don't really have time to sit down and, like, read gender theory books that often, and I'm not in college anymore. Yeah. So, like, it was fun to be able to listen to, like, scholars talk about this and be like, that's a really good way to put this very abstract thought I had. Awesome. Where did you go to school? IUP. Wow. Okay. Oh no, it was ass. I hated it. College was a weird time in my life. <laughs> it was weird oh, for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> we went to sister schools, so yeah. you know. Wait, where were you guys at? Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Oh word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we was up in the cold shivering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking terrible. You were talking about Erie earlier. My girlfriend goes to school up in Erie. I have never hated a city more in my life. That place is trash. Like, it's nice going there because I get to see the love of my life, but also, it's like the worst city. Where's she from? Gannon? Uh, Barron. Barron. She on the cut. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're in Erie, but you gotta leave Erie to get there. And it's just like driving through 10 small Pennsylvania towns smashed together, where it's like this would normally end, but there's just another town after it. (laughs) 
Penn State Barron bless that weather like oh my. it's even worse up there i feel like it's terrible like driving there anytime between november and march is like do i live or do i die it's a whirlwind of just emotions and seasonal <laughs> depression so we'll send positive vibes yes yes because yes. yeah, yes. we know how it is mm. <laughs> we're like that weekend was enough this weekend was enough man we gotta talk offline we got a lot of things to talk about (laughs) so what's next like where can we what's the what's the next thing like what's going on like I are we shows. talking about events or like yeah, yeah. Yes. And then what you, you like, like what is like the next big project you're working on or what into uh I, don't, I haven't gotten it yet i am honestly after fashion week planning to like take some time off mm. go on a nice vacation and just like relax because i overbooked myself this year oh, <laughs> right. i was like simultaneously working on a, on a big project with benji getting ready for fashion week and i'm staring down the gallery show and I'm working full time now, wow. so I'm just like, you know what? Like, it's this is gonna be a great year. We're gonna have a lot of blessings in the early fall, and then we'll take a break for a bit. But I mean, what I what I really want to do is like come back next year and just run as many shows with as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Like there is so like, you know. It's been happening for a bit where Pittsburgh just feels like it's charging up and charging up and charging mm-hmm, up. And yeah. it really feels like it's prime now. Mm-hmm. And it's like starting to go off. Like it's like a big pile of firecrackers and like the first few are going off. That is a good one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to put on some more fashion shows. I want to like properly show off all the clothes from around here. Because there's a lot of people that aren't given the like proper stage and spaces to have their clothes held in a high enough regard. Who in Pittsburgh do you like? Uh, I like a couple people a lot. Latika Ann is fantastic. Uh, everybody that's associated with Three Pigs Collective, mm-hmm. Sadie that runs Three Pigs, is like a way better painter than me. And uh, they have run really fantastic, really cool fashion shows through Three Pigs. Um, oh god, there's a lot. Camo. Uh, not that I'm like, I want to do a show with Camo, because, like, he's going to be doing shows. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of people. Nice. Where can we find you, like... Yeah. So, yeah, plug section number two. <laughs> <laughs> so, my Instagram is at stew, S-T-W underscore frick, like the park, no relation. My Twitter is at stew dash frick, not underscore, same spelling. And then my, my website is sweettoothcustomization.com. You can contact me there if you're interested in a custom. Shop the clothes I have now. I'm going to be putting up more things. I've been really lazy with putting stuff on my site, but we're going to be back in it soon. So well, whatever you soon. have, let us know. We'll, yes. we'll push it. We'll promote it yes. and whatnot. Like, I love everything that you do. So, Thank you, you so know, much. We be kiki and, and on Twitter and everything. So yeah, <laughs> I appreciate you very much so. You know, you let me bounce ideas and everything. Yeah, and, you've yeah. been one of the more enjoyable people from Twitter I've had the chance to meet. <laughs> Thank you. I'm <laughs> out here in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you guys can follow us at Girls Running Shit um, on Instagram. Our website is coming out. Shout out to Janita for yeah. doing that, doing the damn thing. 
Um, on Twitter. Oh, also, if we get to a thousand followers, we are gonna have an amazing giveaway. Yes. I think we're three people away from it, but I'm gonna wait until we get to like a thousand and five because some of them might be bots. Right. And I don't, you know. You're right. So when we get to like a thousand and five followers and whatnot, we're gonna have a huge ass giveaway. You guys can't see me, but we're gonna include <laughs> one of these dope ass taking over for the wait, nine, nine, and two thousand. For that, I can throw in a hat for the giveaway. Yes. Which is three H's. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. We here. Yeah. Blogger Die Radio. Make sure yes. Thursdays, seven p.m. And yeah, if you have any events or anything that is coming up, you know that we love to promote yeah. y'all here in Pittsburgh because we love y'all. Remember to vote for us yes. for um, the City Papers Best Local Podcast. Stu. Yes. yes, for uh, what's the category? Uh, fashion icon. icon. Those yes, are fashion icon. Something yes. Like that. yes, and yeah, we're gonna be here. We have a lot of exciting things coming up, y'all. Yes. You're gonna be Shannon very, Trump. very excited for our future guests and our future events that we got coming up. I'm not saying shit, but <laughs> it's gonna be fun. like we're blowing up. We our, our one year anniversary is coming up. We got something right. in store for that as well. Just blessings, 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 positive energy and sage. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for coming. Yes, I appreciate it so much. Thank you. And we're girls running shit. And thank you for listening once again to episode twenty-four. There you go. And we out this bitch. Good night, guys.